One, there's a Christian Zionist program dedicated to building bridges between the Jewish and Christian communities and keeping alive the values and freedoms that the Anzacs fought for. Israel is within our reach. Join one of our 2023 missions and experience Israel the UIA way. Our Yom Ha'atzma'ut mission is nearly sold out and expressions of interest are open for our October trip. Our missions are the ultimate time to unite with your extended Jewish family from around the world and experience the vibrancy of Israeli society. For more information, contact UIA on 9272-5533 or info at uiavic.org.au. Find us on Facebook. Just head to www.facebook.com forward slash J Air Radio. That's two R's. J Air Radio. Good morning, listeners. Uh, you're on JA88FM, and uh, welcome to the show, 10K Radius. We're here for two hours this morning. And uh, a big thank you to you, Gary Max, for our, being our pon- panel operator extraordinaire this morning, filling in for our host, Gary Mellon, who's on leave for a couple of weeks. That's right. That's Gary 1. Gary 1. And, and I'm Gary 2. And thank you again, Gary, for coming in. Welcome to uh, our studio guest, Rabbi Effie uh, Block. Bokatov, Rabbi. Bokatov, Shabbat Shalom. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. And we have another two gentlemen to introduce. Top of the morning to Manny Goldberg. Good morning, Manny. You've come in with the rabbi to do a bit of promotion. I'm the promotion man. Closer to the microphone, Manny, please. I'm the promotion man. Thank you, Manny. Good to hear. Uh, get more. Top of the morning to another gentleman in the studio, Ron Rosencrantz. Welcome. Max. Shabbat shalom. Nice Thank to be here again. Yep, you're our apprentice panel operator. I'm the apprentice panel operator. The still rookie. Got all, still got a <laughs> long way to go. Yeah. And just I'll interrupt. Up for a minute. Headphones not working, Gary. Ah. So uh, I, I can't I'm hear fail- anything. I'm failing at the job. <laughs> but uh, that's oh, better. That's better. We're fired up ah, now. Welcome, listeners. Yeah. It's going to be a jam-packed two hours. In the first hour, we've got Rabbi uh, Block. Second hour, we've got uh, all our usual uh, segments, including uh, around the shuls, around the shtetl, uh, what's on. Uh, uh, we've got Parsha of the Week later in the second hour. We've got a um, well, we've got a, a scheduled interview with uh, Aaron Mara, but unfortunately. In the last minute, Aaron had to cancel. But the uh, we'll talk about his role as president of the uh, Jewish uh, Refocus Meetup Group. That's in the second hour, and uh, so we've got a lot to get through today. We're going to start uh, the ball rolling with um, just to mention that's the last day of June. E O F Y. End of the financial end year. Have you done fi- your tax return? 
<laughs> that's the thing of the past. Actually, have you made all your donations? That's the, that's the, the donations today is the biggest day to put all your tzedakah through. That's why through. I'm here, right? Brighton Shul needs a little bit, so today, it's not too late. Yeah. Before Shabbos, okay? That's it, yeah. It's uh, half a year's gone on the secular calendar, end of the financial year. Uh, Gary uh, Colic Avod for your Wednesday show, which I give a plug each week to talking to the Max with Gary Max every Wednesday on JN 9 a.m. till 10 a.m. And you have uh, a great range of uh, guest speakers and interviews. Colic Avod, um, I enjoyed uh, in particular the one with Tanya Dijon from Driftwood. Oh, that's a long time ago. Yeah, no, but no, I still have good memories ago. of that one and all but, different... But I had Josh, 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 I had Josh Burns, Burns in here Josh last Burns, week. Yeah. And, and you know the thing I, I noticed about Josh Burns? The most important thing I noticed is when I stood next to him and had a photo taken. That guy's about a head and a half taller than I am. He's amazing. Gary, that was a terrible and, and that's, photo. And, and, that's, <laughs> and that's without stilts. He's a hoicha His offices are in St Kildes, you know. On Barclay Street. Anyway, Gary, tell the listeners you've got an important mission this afternoon following the show. You're only going to do the first hour. Fortunately, for the second hour of the show, we've got uh, Sion... Melzer. Sian Melzer, our station Driving manager. Driving board, together with Ron. With Ron, as he did last week. Sian did the full two hours. But tell us about your early departure today. Gary, you've got an important mission which affects Melbourne jury and, in particular, Australian jury. Well, there's the Australia-Israel Chamber of Commerce luncheon yep. today, uh, somewhere in town. And it will be addressed by the Prime Minister, uh, Mr. Albanese. So there'll be some important issues to look at. Uh, one of them being the Voice, of course, which is always in the newspaper. And it seems like seems like support for the Yes campaign is actually becoming a bit of a struggle. So uh, if I get a chance to ask him, then I will. The other one, of course, is uh, on the on the ALP policy platform is a recognition of a Palestinian state, which hasn't mm. been instituted, yeah. implemented by the government. But it's a policy. So it's a, I, I, pushing Penny I, I Wong. Want, I want to see. I want. Well, Penny <laughs> Wong and the Prime Minister have not implemented it. So no. I want to ask them. You know, there's a policy. Victoria Labor Party wanted well, to push that, it. Well, that was the Victorian Labor That's Party right. last week. Yes, had their conference and they talked about yeah. uh, recognising a state of Palestine. Yeah. A little bit prematurely, I think. Mm. But it's um, a sensitive issue. It's a very oh. sensitive issue. And the point. The, the point is, if it's on the if it's on the policy books. Um, it could be implemented. So what's going on? Could be. Yeah. Could so be. anyway, we'll see. And, and, and we'll be broadcasting live, uh, by the way, from uh, I'm not sure what time we start. Secret venue. You don't want to, Secret <laughs> to venue, leak out. Secret venue beca- we've got, because uh, we, we've got to keep people like you away. That's a secu- security security <laughs> CS, will be very tight. CSG, no doubt, will be on board. I would imagine yeah. so. And I, I think the Prime Minister does not travel without a security oh, detail of his own. Exactly. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, yep. good luck, and you'll replay some of those interviews throughout I'll the replay, but week. We, uh, I will replay, but we're also doing some live broadcast as well. Fantastic. So from, I th- I th- I from 12 noon, yeah? I, th- I think probably from 12.30 or 1 o'clock. 12.30 so, or 1. So, so tune in to 88 FM, uh, which you're listening to right now, or you're streaming live on www.j-air.com.au. And Oops. when you're on that website, either press the membership, yep. 54 bucks a year. That's not a lot. Or the donate button because we we love what we're doing and uh, we, we do. hope you love listening. So help, the support, help support us exactly. We're all volunteers here and the station relies on donations. It's a mitzvah, fifty four dollars a year. 
Uh, let's do the disclaimer. Cups of coffee. Ah, the disclaimer. Before we You'll start. You'll have to read it because I didn't load it. Come on. Uh, look, we're, we're not responsible for any views that we express, any of the volunteers on this station, and uh, we're we're pretty neutral, aren't we, Gary, in in what we say? Max, come on, let's be controversial. Let's stir things up. Come on. Come on. Anybody can be neutral. Come you, you, on. We'll find Don't that sit on the fence. You know, Anyways, they, you know what they say happens. Yeah, we know. Anyway, if you want to uh, give us a call and speak to the rabbi direct, nine zero six nine two zero eight six. Also, you can SMS on zero four zero four double five six nine double eight, and we're streaming live as Gary mentioned. J air dot com dot au. A very warm welcome to you, Rabbi. I, th- I think I'll call you a frame. Is it more formal? That's definitely my name. Effie is uh, what you go by now, Aka Effie. Yeah, and. Um, I've looked up a little bit about you. Look, you can tell us um, where you were born and a bit about your parents and your, your background. I was born in Masada Hospital in 1993. So now you know how old I am. Exactly. It's a younger boy. A younger roof. A younger roof. And uh, grew up on Sidwell Avenue on the ah, corner. In the of heart Inkerman. of East St. In the Bagel Belt. In the Bagel Belt, exactly. very much so. Went to Yeshiva College. You might, have, you might know that, that we college sure on do. Hotham Street. And uh, came back a couple of years ago. We started Chabad St. Kilda. Yes, we're going to go into that. We'll get there in a moment. You still want to have the background history, yes. Yep. And I've just got a note here. Was your father Shmuley? My dad was Shmuley. Shmuley Block. Shmuley Block, who was the fundraiser for Yeshiva Center for many, many years. Many years. His name appeared in a lot of the Mm. uh, ads that... uh, fundraisers there. His Are job you? was to schmooze it up with the Turak crowd. Well, not necessarily the Turak crowd, anyone. Yeah. Um, but uh, he, wa- he was the macher, the macher of, of town. Yeah. <laughs> he's thr- did he um, move to New York at one stage? He did move to New York. Now he's back here. He's back here. Yes. And um, the Practicing as a Rav as well? Or yeah, not? Uh, yes. He's actually fundraising for the Cheda which is on Chapel Street. Okay, we'll talk a bit more about that because we don't know much about that. That's an interesting topic on its own. That's um, Levi Yitzchok. Correct. It's known by... Uh, we'll go into that in more depth as we go through the interview with your with you, Rabbi. And your mother? Your My mother, her she, name is Sorry. Yeah, Sorry Melbourne Block. girl. She is not a Melbourne because she's actually the sister of Moshe Khan. Have you heard of Moshe Khan? Of course. Oh, right. Everybody's heard of Moshe everybody Khan. Everybody knows everybody, don't the, they? It's yeah. a small town. Everyone knows everyone. Yeah. Exactly. And she is, she is married to Moish Gordon. Do you know Moish? I've heard of the name. Also, strong, staunch Lubavitcher Hasidim. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is Moish a staunch Chabatska? We'll s- I have to ask him. Yeah, I think. Have to ask him. <laughs> anyway. Not related to Jeff Gordon. No, not at, so, all. No. not at all. Not at all. Jeff Gold. No, no, Jeff. Jeff, well, Jeff plays golf. I mean, no, he's, he's smart. So, <laughs> so it's a Gordon. small town. Everyone knows everyone. Exactly. And you have one son, uh, Yitzchok Leib? Uh, um, yes, I have uh, Yitzchok. Uh, I'll tell you something incredible. Yitzchok Leib. Yitzchok Leib Block, who's named after my grandfather, Dr. Block, who was a professor in Greek philosophy, philosophy for 50 years. Wow. In London, Ontario, Canada. And uh, he is famous for bringing back to Judaism thousands of students who used to come from Toronto, which is a two-hour drive to London. And uh, uh, the Rebbe actually said to him, you have to go and finish your Harvard PhD degree 
because he in the in the early 1950s he wanted to quit Harvard in Boston and become a rabbi. You wanted to become a Balchuva. The Rebbe says, no, you have to go back to Harvard. You have to finish your PhD because by you walking into the classroom with a long white beard, looking as a religious Orthodox Jew, you will have a much bigger influence and impact in bringing them back to Judaism than if you'd be another rabbi. So the Rebbe saw the impact my grandfather could have in that role, being a professor, mm. professor mm. in Greek philosophy. So that's a, a little bit of a snippet about who my son is named after. So that's an interesting issue, isn't it? How, how, does, how does everybody differentiate themselves? What, you know, uh, what special characteristics do you have? Uh, what... what why should I go to your Chabad house? Oh, very good. Instead of that Chabad house. Very good, okay. very good, very good. Well, what we're trying to do in our Chabad is we're trying to really engage, uh, engage with the people, first of all, in a homey environment, in an explanatory. For example, on Saturday, Manny can attest, we don't just sit there for two and a half hours like, the, like, uh, like uh, you know, and, uh, and uh, no interaction, you know, sitting there for two and a half hours. Some people might not even know how to read Hebrew. And honestly, it's not going to attract to bring people engaged and bring them back in. So we, we, don't, we just have a, a running commentary service with explanatory, uh, we read you know, different paragraphs in English, mm-hmm. and it's really engaging. We want people to learn why we do this prayer, learn the reasons behind it, not more of a, a dry, stale, but more interactive, engaging, exciting. So this is something we bring to the table, especially a young, dynamic couple, uh, my Rebetzin, of course, is Shana. very, Shana Mushka is very much involved, and uh, we want to give her a special blessing. We actually had a daughter last week. No, muzzle muzzle. 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 There you go. Ah. There you go. We There's the addition. Where's the whiskey? Muzzle. <laughs> we have to bring Seysal Chaim, of course. Beautiful And I just want to uh, say okay. such, something extraordinary, that my firstborn son, Yitzchak Levi, his option was on Lag Boimeth three weeks ago. We cut his hair. His birthday, Marsh, again. An- another muzzle, yeah. yeah. His birthday was on Chofhei Nisan, the 25th of the day of Nisan. Yeah. My daughter Chayalea, which is my second child, was born. You won't believe this. Chofhei Iyar, the 25th of the month second later. month of yeah. the Jewish calendar. Yeah. And I have told people that, and this actually happened, my third child was born, you will not believe, on the 25th of Sivan, the 25th of the third month of the Jewish calendar. Mm-hmm. The 25th mm-hmm. of the first, the 25th of the second, and the 25th of the third. I won't have a hard time remembering the birthdays, will I? So yeah. what's the gematria for 25? Very good. Well, it, there's famous verses in the Torah. Kot of Aruchu, Chof Hei, 25, is a, a verse regarding Kot of Aruchu et B'nei Yisrael Malahem. It's part of the priestly blessings. So there's a lot of special, special uh, connections. And my grandmother's yard site is on Chof Hei Elul, mm-hmm. which is the day the world was created. So there's a lot of Chof Hei's 25s going on. Rabbi, let's Beautiful. get back to a little bit of the background because I'm, I'm fascinated. Oh, I'm sorry. B- being a Melbourne uh, <laughs> local... Did you study at Yeshiva Gadola for your sim- yes, smicha? Yes, in, uh, uh, not well. It's the start of the smicha journey. Yep. I uh, very good. I uh, I studied uh, in twenty who, twenty eleven. It must have been uh, 2011, 2012, for a couple mm-hmm. years in Yeshiva Gadola. Then I went overseas to France to the biggest uh, yeshiva there, right outside Paris, uh, called Brunois. Du connais on te toi? I just learned a few French words there, mm. and uh, that was an amazing experience for me. Um, then I went to New York. Of course, the headquarters are in New York of for course. a year. Then they, as it, when you're 20 years old, they send you 
all over the world yeah. to be as in a shluchim as as a, a, yeah. a, a bochah So an, yeah. a, an, el, an older mentor for younger bochim. They sent me to Manchester, England. I was in Manchester, England for mm. two years. I was the rabbi of Old Trafford. That's the all only right. thing I knew about Manchester before I went. Manchester United. What else do of I know course. about Manchester? So you, you went to the soccer every Shabbos. I actually <laughs> started an outreach route around tr- the Trafford area. So I passed the stadium every week. So right. It's called Media City. It's where the BBC is, uh, is over there. Was it a, a middle of the road shul? Or was it a Chabad house that you... No, no, it was a yeshiva. Ah, right. It was a yeshiva. Yeshiva. Pinnacle College okay. on okay. Singleton Road for all those Mancunians. Um, between oh. Berry Old Manch- and Berry New. Manchurians. Mancu- yeah. Mancunians, right? What happened after that? And Where then after that, I went back to, get to, fo- to finalize my smicha. That was the smicha year in New York in... Uh, in 770, yep. that's the the Chabad headquarters is over there, and um, then I got uh, married in uh, in 2019. To, uh, my wife is from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh, she go. was born in Atlanta, Georgia, and raised in Pittsburgh. We got married in Pittsburgh. The custom is you get married in the Makomakala, in the place of the of the of the bride, yeah. and um, and then uh, it was actually divine providence how we ended up in Melbourne. My sister's wedding was in March 2020. And we came from my from New York for my sister's wedding, and then COVID hit. Mm. So the day after Purim, if you recall, do you recall yeah. the day after Purim? Yeah. COVID hit Melbourne, and uh, we decided to stay in Melbourne. My son was actually born in April. The firstborn Yitzchak was born in April 2020. Wow! And her insurance paid Cabrini Direct because of COVID. Mm. Oh, so look at go. the divine providence. A lot of stories. Uh, did you do much work with Rara in those early days? Did you travel I, out I, to the I, 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 I've actually done Rara all over the world. Yeah. No, not actually not, in Australia. I'm, I, I Australian am good boys. friends too with uh, Rabbi Menachem Irin, and I want to give oh, him a yeah, shout out, of course. Of course. He might be um, listening. I ha- haven't, believe it or not, I actually have not, have not been around Australia. Mm. I've, uh, I really have not been. Uh, I've born and raised in Melbourne. But you've been not, around the world. But I've been <laughs> around the world multiple times. Certainly. Um, Rabbi, so you're back in Melbourne. Um, your first uh, position as rabbi, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, was it uh, Elwood or the Chabad House of St. Kilda at uh, Chapel Street? Let's, let's get this clear. Uh, right, 12 so let, Chapel Street no. comes up as a... As, as no, on the internet as part of your no so so thing. so so we've started in, t- in January 2021 we came back here um, and we started Chabad outreach activities for for this area and, and, and for the surroundings I mean my my uh, my position is is that people will come to you because they like you as a person if they feel a connection it's all about relationship mm. building and this and is what it really boils down to exactly and what what i found in melbourne is that geographically we all really live in the same 15 minute radius area mm. i mean you can just go from all these all the eastern suburbs that we live in and uh, we found that st kilda elwood there's a lot of jews that we'd like to reach out to and bring them back to our roots as you know this is what we're all passionate yeah. about in the so but what tell me what happens at Ch- Twelve Chapel Street? Is no, that Twelve Chapel Street is actually the Cheder. That's, yeah, but that's but they did start a Chabad St Kilda there. No, that's what ah, you, that, so that was. That's that's actually an error we have to fix. You up. have to fix it up. We it's on the website. Chabad St Kilda. It could, Twelve it could, Chapel. It could be that. Um, I, they got mixed up with the suburb St Kilda, St Kilda. Okay, so that clears that one up because. Uh, we all know that you were appointed rabbi of the Elwood uh, Dormitory, right? Correct. Uh, which was a, a, a great uh, achievement for a young uh, rabbi. And uh, but since we won't go into the uh, technical issues there, but since then you've established your own Chabad house in your house. 
Yes. Correct? In St. Yeah. Kilda? It's just in St. Kilda. Tell the oh. listeners, that we don't give out the address. They can ring you direct. I'll give out your phone number towards the end of the show. Tell us about how, you, how you've set it up in your home. Well, the, you know, the, the way it actually works around the world is that you do start off kind of, uh, 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 many, many do start off in the home um, mm. and, and then they, 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 they uh, uh, expand. I'll give you an example. We'll talk more about him later. Kolakavot, Rabbi Schleiman Nathanson yes, started yes. in his home. I've been with him. Port Melbourne, correct. Seeker, fantastic, fantastic work, Seeker. We'll go into all the Chabad houses around Melbourne. I've got them all listed here. Oh, amazing. So stay tuned because I go back to the first Chabad house in Australia, I have a connection. Which with. is? Which was? In Mendel Raskins in Bentley. Bentley and I, now that you mentioned this, uh, we are having a regional conference of Chabad rabbis in a couple of weeks. Um, um, and Rabbi, May, Rabbi Lau, the chief rabbi, yes, I'm talking is, about coming him da- later. is coming down for this. For, uh, w- yes. Yeah. We're going to go for some music, Gary. Gary, our, our panel operator extraordinaire, we're going to play some music to break the show up. You, you're listening to J Air, 10K Radius, every Friday morning on 88FM. Please give us a call if you want to have a chat to the rabbi or to the boys in the studio. Manny's here, Ron's here. 906-92086. I hope you're, you are all enjoying today's program. So you want a piece of music, do you? Yeah, something Labadik. Labadik? Labadik and Freilich. Gary talks about Freilich of Fridays, frivolity and fun. Erev Shabbos. You know, you've had one of my biggest heroes on the show. Tom Jones? Yeah, Tom Jones. Yeah, I know. Tom's this is... Tom, oh, this is... Stay tuned. There's more to come. This is John Farnham. We know each other anyway. And the great John Farnham, who before Shalema. And Tom Jones. Yeah, yep. For years, this, for years, this fella has been singing one of the, one of the early tracks that yeah. you put on an album. Anyway, 99% of the listeners in the, will know what we're about to play. A song that will hit you in the heart every time it, I hear it. Uh, I thought it would be lovely to yeah. get you both to do it. Anyway, while we're doing that... While I'm faffing around trying let's, uh, to Let's give a, a shout-out to one of our great organisations, Bait Raphael. Ah. And you can call them on 0421-408-522 for all your medical appointments. Ring them the day before. Wheelchair accessibility, medical shuttle service, and they've got uh, accommodation if you need it over Shabbos at the uh, Cabrini, at the Monash, Clayton, uh, Royal Melbourne, Royal Children's, and... Uh, Alfred. And the Alfred Bunford in Paran. And, the and did, did you know that, I mean, they're heading for almost 500 jobs this year, this Fantastic month. Fantastic. Amazing effort. number of jobs. And that they will be getting a, a sixth vehicle. A sixth vehicle to help um, with these Marshall transports. So 0421 Here we go with some great music. Here we go with some music, and I hope I got it right this time. Tom Jones. I miss her more than ever now My Yiddish mama I long to kiss her wrinkled brow I long to hold her hand once more As I did in days gone by And beg her to forgive me for things I did that made her cry. Go ahead. <laughs> Off you were. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm you just can, kidding here. You, <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. 
How few were her pleasures She never cared for fashion style Her jewels and her treasures She found them in her baby smile And I know that I owe Everything that I am today To that dear lady soul and so great I can't go on you finish your time to that wonderful Yiddish mama 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 oh Back on air. Hope you enjoyed that track. Thank you, Gary, for for that. A very emotional song, isn't it? Every time there's uh, thousands of versions that you hear. I I almost got got it right too, being able to play it. How's that? Yep. <laughs> we'll play some more music as we go along. <laughs> we will. It's back to uh, Rabbi Ephraim Block from uh, Chabad St Kilda in the studio with uh, Manny Goldberg. Manny, what's your thoughts? You've, you've, you're a newcomer to the uh, Chabad St Kilda. Tell listeners uh, how you got involved and your association with Effie. Well, I knew that Effie, um, was, uh, he left the um, Elwood Shul and then he started a new shul, which is in his home. And it's really fantastic because it's, you know, it's very casual. They, um, oh, they, um, you know, they're, they're very friendly people. They make you feel welcome. And the service is very interactional. In other words, everybody who comes there is involved. So you're not outside the, the, the grid or something. You're there. So that's really good. And then he's got his wife makes his Robertson, makes a beautiful kiddish. Unbelievable. A beautiful kiddish and unbelievable. Hang on, I was so, going to ask, what's yeah. the chocolate like? Fantastic. <laughs> amazing, amazing. She's a real... Filter fish is world class, you should know. Yeah, world class, yeah. <laughs> what you do is, Rabbi, you advertise it as kiddish lunch. That brings yeah. the people in. Trust me. <laughs> Not JFK, just the kiddish, kiddish JFK, lunch. JFK. <laughs> just the kiddish. <laughs> no, it's, it's very, very good. You, you really feel not outside of the grid or anything you feel like you're part of the family it's more like a family affair it's very warm and like I say I'm pr- promoting um, Rabbi Boch Boch Block. 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 No, B-L-O-C-K correct Rabbi? Block. block. Has it been shortened from anything? Blockowski. Actually when my I believe my, my, my great grandfather came to Ellis Island his name used to be Biela Blotsky. Oh, yeah. And when they came to Ellis Island they said nah mate block. I don't think they did mate in Ellis Island but they did block. There was an Arnold Block Liebler. Yeah, that's, block. No, that's block. Bloch. That, See that, the that is block and it's like you know Jeff, uh, Jeff Block for instance. Yeah yeah. So all he you younger people out golf. there 
and some of you a little bit older, mm-hmm. come along. You're more than be welcome there. Yep. And I'm trying to recruit who I can. You're the so, promotions so officer. So you better watch out there, you Jewish, young Jewish people, because I'll be promoting you soon. Yeah. Z- now, <laughs> I'll give out the rabbi's number. Chabad. Write this down. 0412-173-315. Get in touch with him. He'll give you the address, which we're not going to give out over air for security reasons. And uh, you're davening Friday evening, Kabbalah Shabbos. Rabbi? Yeah, well, well, that, that actually leads us leads me to uh, you know one of the main things we do, which is the Friday night uh, dinner. The Friday yeah. night Shabbat dinner is what re- time? Is really really big. Well, it depends on the time of the year. Uh, this uh, it's six o'clock, six thirty, probably six thirty is uh, is the Friday night dinner. So that's what we have. We have many many people, and it, you know it leads us to. Um, August fourth, we're having a massive singles dinner because August one of our 4th. main one of our main missions is to is to uh, get Jewish people to meet Jewish people to marry each other. Shachan service. Uh, uh, well, you know, <laughs> it's a tough gig. Uh, yeah. I've, we've tried many you. times and to no success yet. But uh, we see the importance uh, for our Jewish community to really try as much as possible to get the young thirty year olds to come along and meet. Other Jewish people for Jewish continuity. Mm-hmm. Saturday morning services, 10 a.m. Correct. Shacharit, followed 10 by the magnificent spread that Manny tells me about. Yes, my, my my wife's food is is world class, mm-hmm. and I'm not biased. This is said by everyone. The gefilte fish. We come Friday night. You have the chicken soup, the challah, the homemade challah. This is not oh, something sh- from sh- other places. It's Rabbi, homemade. Schmeckt mit Yiddishkeit. I can feel it. In Actually, you know, I've had to I started making challah, you know, when COVID started. And and that's the reason that Bentley Bentley Glicks had to close. Oh well, there you go. <laughs> Scoopy, breaking news. Oh, good on you, Gary. Love it. And Ron, I'll I'll, I'll talk to you a few minutes. Um, me and Ron grew up in the northern suburbs of Melbourne, and it was a uh, you know at one stage there was a lot of Eden out there. Seven hundred Jewish families lived out that side, and we had the custom in. Uh, Thornbury Shul starting like a Chabad time, 10, 10, 30. But Moshe Bossim, it wasn't until 12 o'clock that we got a minion. You know why? In those days, the shops shut at 12 noon. <laughs> Rabbi, we couldn't get a minion until 12 noon in Thornbury because the shops shut at 12. So all the, 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 there was lots of Yiddish geschäft in there. And then we dove in. Remember, Ron? Yep. Yeah, the, the Thornbury Shul, it's got some uh, wonderful memories there. But uh, we followed a bit of the Chabad. We used Nusachari books out there. Yep. Yeah, it was a long time ago, in the 50s, right up until the mid-70s. Ron, remember <laughs> the Yiddish... I do, yeah. yeah and the, uh, we also... Hanging around for a minion, yeah. yeah we also went to Brunswick Shul. Brunswick wow. Shul, yeah. There's actually a lot of uh, young people who've moved to Brunswick or That's found th- lately. In fact, yeah. Rabbi, the... Um, in Northcote, Thornbury, Northcote, Fitzroy, yeah. is a huge uh, Jewish young marriage. You know, yes. all professionals l- working Correct. near the CBD or going to the uni, it's huge. Anyway, back to Chabad St Kilda. Right? Have to start a Chabad Brunswick sooner. Huh? <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> Max, you know? there's a job for you, Max. <laughs> <laughs> East Brunswick will make it. Wonder the Brunswick Talmatora was in uh, Lord Street. Lord Street. Actually, right. Ron, I think you could do that. <laughs> no, <I think laughs> apparently, it was um, the building was sold. Yes, uh, right. A while ago, and at the time. Was the most expensive 
mm. um, property sold in, in, Brunswick. in Brunswick. Yeah, it was huge. It's, it's heritage listed. Property. Beautiful building, yeah. absolutely. And they'd renovated it yeah. into a residence. Rabbi, I'm going to talk to you about, as I mentioned at the start of the show, of my experience with Chabad because I have the honour of being in the first Chabad house in Australia that Rabbi Mendel Reskin started in about 1985. He started in a house in Centre Road uh, near Brady Road, East Bentley there. He was actually at South Caulfield Shul at the time as an assistant rabbi. And he'd come up there. There We weren't davening Shabbos, but he'd do shirim during the week. And eventually he started a minion there. And it was Rosh Hashanah, I think about 1985. There were seven locals that came. He had to import some Yeshiva Gadola Bochrem. Right, classic. ten, a classic case. Two years later... Rabbi uh, Yosef Gutling, known as Diamond Joe, purchased the church nearby that became the, the centre of what's Chabad Bentley now in 1987. And at, the, at the low cost, Gary, 187000 they paid for the church, Diamond wow. Joe. Where, where was the that? The Chabad Cecil Street headquarters oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. was a church. Was converted. that a church first? Yeah, 187000 okay. in those days. Was a, you know, it was quite a bit of money still. It was. And that place has expanded. You know, they built a mikveh. They've got a, a kinder, a day school. They daven every morning and every night. It's gone from strength to strength. Mm. Kolak of odd to uh, Mendel Reskin. The next Chabad house that followed, I'm giving you a, a, a history of my uh, recollection. Chabad house, yes. Molven started uh, a couple of years after that. Rabbi yep. Yerkovich still continues. And, after and that they we, bought a big place in... Yeah. Uh, yep. Good they great. had great su- local supporters, uh, the Lou family and... You know, <laughs> can, I, can I tell you an, a, an interesting red herring story? Or yep. are you, are you, you got time? Yeah. Just very quickly, there was a book I reviewed on my show a, a couple of months ago by Rod Meyer. Yes, his, yes, uh, I listened to that Rod show. Rod Meyer's personal story, he's, he's descended from the Meyer family. Exactly. He didn't know whether he was Jewish or mm, not. Because they Halachi, were baptized. Halachi, yeah. um, But he had this sense within mm. him. And it was too difficult to find out whether he was halakhically Jewish. So he 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 actually started attending Malvin Chabad, and, right. and he Chabad conver- and he converted Jew. Orthodox. Yeah, wow. great story. Yeah, interesting boy. story. The third Chabad house that followed was the one in the uh, CBD. They had midweek shirim. They do mincha. I think that's continuing with Rabbi Chaim Herzog. Correct. That was yes, number yes. three. Number four, uh, Ochel Devora in Meadow Street started. The fifth one, I've got a whole list here. Uh, the <laughs> Russian one under the leadership of Rabbi, the late Oliver Sholem, Rabbi Gorelick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chabad House of Caulfield, 770, that beautiful mm. uh, replica Rep- of the seven, Exactly to the ratio of uh, the Brooklyn headquarters that was started. But before that, they actually started in a house on Balaclava Road. Really? With, with I, 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 I remember upstairs in the Kimberley restaurant, mm. that they came, used to have yeah. something there before. I, 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 so I lived yeah. in Sidwell Avenue, on the, uh, literally uh, right, right there. Right in the heart of it. Yeah. So, so I, I used to go there, I remember, as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Spirit Grove followed uh, shortly after that in this period of time. Label Wolf does a fantastic job. Then we have the emergence of the South African Central Chabad with uh, Rabbi Reisenberg. Mm. He started off small homes and then to Caulfield Town Hall, the uh, Caulfield Secondary College. 
and then we have Mendy Groner starting from a house from scratch. That's in it. Glenisle starting Road, from the house. That's how you start. From a small, humble beginning. People expanded. think, where is it? Where yeah. is it? But now they expect buildings, a buildings. complex and a half, Kolakavod. Then we go on to Yossi Groner. This is a bit of a story, but we'll mention it. <laughs> Good friend Yossi, of mine, uh, yeah, Yossi. Rabbi Yossi Groner has a breakaway minion because he started with Rabbi Raskin in Bentley from the early days, has a breakaway minion known as Maor Chabad, and they're located at the, um, in the bakery owned by Hamisher in East Bentley. <laughs> Upstairs, I Still going on a Sunday. They have a minion. They also start late Saturday morning, about 11.30, 12. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, really, till they raise the minion. Uh, following that, we have Glen Waverley no longer exists. They, have a, they had a Chabad house in Mount Waverley, stroke Glen Waverley. A Ooh, guy called uh, Gary Sidor used to run that. He wasn't a rob, but that he spent many years running there. Cheltenham is a good one that's still running. Midweek under the um, – they, they run it out of the Valiant Enterprises uh, Geschäft. They've got a big factory there, and they have midweek minyanim, uh, shirim all throughout the week. There was a Hubbard house in South Yarra. Yarra yes. Street but has not uh, – it has been closed. Was, Went for a couple of years. It wasn't there when Ron and I were at Melbourne High School. No, no. this is back in the early <laughs> midnight, late night. It wasn't. There was no, there was nothing there. Uh, East Malvern. Now there's an interesting one. Rabbi Goldberg. He had one in his house in Hunter Street for many years. No longer doing that. He's busy with. Uh, I think he's with. Um, Scopus. The one on the corner of Scopus by Mitzvah Boys Teaching, and the one on the corner of Alma Road and Kuyon Menachem Stern. He's associated with By that. the way, I teach Barmy at Bialik College. We'll give that a plug shortly. Number 12 or number 14 of the Chabad Houses in Melbourne goes to Frankston. We look at Frankston, yes. Rabbi Bond is mm-hmm. established and still going strong. He's got a good community there. People coming from all, from Carrum, from Seaford, uh, from Mount Martha. On the way to golf, even they drop in. Anyway, we come to the year 2007 when uh, Rabbi Zalman Gutnik took over the Chabad house in Carnegie. Yep. Then follows in Port Melbourne, a Chabad house, as I mentioned, Schleimer Nathanson set one up. Mm-hmm. Then we go to McKinnon, one of the uh, Mendel Raskin's sons, Yisrael Raskin, started in a home. Then went to a shop front. Now he's taken over the uh, Zelman Gutnik's Chabad Carnegie, North, North, North Road. Road. North Road, yep. Yeah, and he's going strong. Dingley. We have a yes, Chabad house yes. in Dingley. Very nice. With Rabbi Man- Heller. Correct. And I think Zach Gomo's out there as well. Yeah, Zach, Ra- Zach, Zach actually got me into Bialik. Thank you, well, Zach. there you go. Shout <laughs> out to Zach. I hope you're listening. Then we have a bunch of... Um, uh, I think the Israeli backpackers have a few different minyanim. They've got a headquarters opposite the Dudu, the Dudu, yeah, it, uh, next to Caulfield Park. Uh, somewhere around there. Yeah. That's a fairly new one. And don't forget, we have another a number of young married Chabad minyanim yes. happening all the time. Well, so in Yeshiva itself, there's a few uh, different... Different uh, minyanim happening all the time. I think um, the... Uh, what's the family there? The clients have a big thing to do with it. Anyway, we'll continue. That leaves, uh, I sort of got a count there of about 22 Chabad houses wow. around Melbourne. But originally, Gary, and you'll remember Give this, take. Um, Chabad in Australia actually started in Shepparton on the Faglands uh, orchards. Correct. They built a wow. shul there, Correct. which existed for many years. From Shepparton, they went to uh, Burwood for a little so, while. So a little side story on that. Um, a, 
a past friend of mine that has passed away, sadly. But his father, who was a De Niro boy, Alf Schmidt, uh, was at Shepparton when the boys were sent to Tatura. Ah, yes, it's a story. Uh, there's a story there. And I went there recently to Tatura. I talked about it on my, sh- on my show. And I went out to the, the farm, what is now a farm, where, mm, the, Denera, a there. where the Denera boys stayed. There's a yep. whole farm there. Mm. And, and, and the farmer is so enamored with uh, the fact that the past camp is, a, is on his property. He's named it Denera, mm. um, which is interesting. But Alf Schmidt taught... Uh, the late Dick Pratt, his bar mitzvah. Wow, there you go. So History. That, yeah, the Pratts lived in Shepparton. Yes, correct. correct. Oh, they wow. started with a, a, a humble box factory. Correct. They were making cartons in for a small way for SBC. For the fruit, yep. Yeah, that's right. exactly. And they went from strength. Oh, boy, <laughs> did they ever. Now, I'm, I'm just going to butt in with one more. I mentioned to you just five minutes ago before we got to the 97th Chabad house in Melbourne. <laughs> 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 I'm heading that way. Uh, the Rod Meyer story. And one of the reasons I'm telling you this is at Brighton Shul, which is, a, which is not a Chabad house, but it, it is a modern Orthodox shul. And on the Shabbat, the 12th of August, uh, our book club will meet there after... Um, after Kiddish. Okay, we'll mention that in, uh, in the shout-outs. And, and Rod Meyer will uh, be actually there to talk about his book. So, oh, great. Um, so that'll be good fun. In fact, uh, listeners may not be aware that Rod Meyer was an uh, announcer on JM many years ago. He, him and, and Gary Mallon Correct. had a show called Geltfinger. That's right. Before it became 10K Radius. Yeah, so Rod, Rod Meyer... He's a, a lovely guy, yeah, yeah. and call like a vod for his book. Interesting fella, and a really nice, int- yeah. interesting yeah. book. And, and he supports Ballarat Shaw. He's been there many times. Has he really? Yeah. Many times, yeah. He and loves getting up on the bimmer. And have we got a minion there tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow we'll, we'll talk more about that later. Back to <laughs> Rabbi Back to Block. Chabot. I'm have, sorry. Have, so have you gone through all the Chabad houses? That's no. it. No, oh, really? the <laughs> another hundred. That was <laughs> bright, bright Chabad. No, no, no. There were... Well, right. Zelman Gutnick in Brighton, you're right, Manny. Thank you for oh, that right. in Bay Street, Brighton. Yes. They yeah. run every Shabbos morning. Um, minion or no minion, he's yeah. there. Get in touch with Zelman. Um, yeah, you, thank you for that, Manny. Um, and uh, tomorrow, actually, Rabbi, I'll just mention this because it, it's, uh, it's a very important day Correct. on the Chabad calendar. I was actually about 12th to... 12th of Tammuz. Yes, Boys, I was... A... I'll give you my stick and then I'll pass okay, it over good, to you. Good. A very important date because on this date in um, 1927, the Friedrich Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Yosef Yitzchak Schnurzen was released from prison because he was, only, he was put in there on... Um, for upholding Yiddishkeit. That was the only charge by the communists Correct. at the time. He did it in underground cellars. He governed. He kept the flame burning. Yep. And this is what the man is referred to. He was a, uh, he, with the Mesiras Nefesh. Correct. He, 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 that was his theme. He didn't give up. Self-sacrifice, yes. Yeah, self-sacrifice is the translation. And tomorrow, Chabad, Labavitcha Hasidim, extra lachaims because this is a very important And day. I wanted to just uh, to, to, to add, after you went through, through all the Chabad uh, houses, I wanted to say that all these Chabad houses is all thanks to one man. And last week, we celebrated the yard site mm. of Rabbi Menachem Mendel Schnitzen, the Rebbe. Gimel Tamas. I'm sure you all remember 1994. I was told by someone last night ago. that it even ma- it made the Melbourne news. Mm. I mean, what's the connection mm. between Channel 7, Channel 9 to, to Brooklyn, New York? But you know what? It reached, it reached uh, all the way uh, Mel- to Melbourne, Australia. 
and uh, uh, it was thanks to, to one man, the Rebbe, with his vision of, of spreading and emanating Judaism yeah. to, to people who don't have that, that access and, and availability. So it's all thanks to, to the Rebbe and his, and his father-in-law, like you said, the Friedrich Rebbe, we celebrate the Day of Redemption, mm. which actually technically started on the 3rd of Tammuz itself. Yeah. Because he was out of prison, and then he was out of, he went to Kastrama, which was a place of exile, mm. and he was freed on the 12th, and technically he left Yud the, base. the yeah. 13th of Tammuz, because, Yud Gimel Tammuz, because the 12th of Tammuz was a public holiday. Oh, so right. he couldn't go uh, to the <laughs> office, everyone was on holiday. Gary, this will interest you, in, in Ukraine of all places, there are 30 Chabad houses, wow. and they've got there this huge, uh, complex, seven-story building, Chabad house, uh, it houses everything Mikvah, restaurants, Correct. shows Unbelievable What's the name of it? I've, uh, the name has escaped of the me the uh, uh, By Robert Kamenetsky, I believe yeah, yeah. Um, And I believe it would be the biggest uh, Chabad house in the in world In the world, in the yeah. world. That's yes. seven stories or yes. something Yeah. Wow, there's about, that's a lot of children And there's only that about 100,000 hundred, hundred Yidin in the Ukraine They've all gone and to Israel And most of them have gone, you know, last Migration, you know, 35,000 went Last wow. year Israel had 75,000 thousand immigrants mm. uh, Russian and Ukrainian are the biggest groups amongst them yeah. because of what's going on there mm. so I'll give a shout out to my sponsor UIA because, yes. because they've done an amazing job trying to integrate all, all these um, shluchim, yeah. uh, shluchim uh, these immig- all them so all uh, um, so Tolik uh, have a really yeah. good job and UIA I know they've just had their collection so make sure you support them Great words, now, Gary. Now we're going to play some music, break the show up a bit, so, and come back. So we are going to play some music. Some and music, I've, And yeah. I've butted in and I've stolen some music that you didn't tell me to play this at all, but Ron's going to press a button in a moment. Yep. Good and, on you, Ron. Rookie and, Ron. And, and, and the reason I'm playing this piece of music is because this artist is going to be in Melbourne. He was already here, Turak Shul. Well, back. Shul and Lemma. Yes. Yes, but he's going to be here. He's coming back. Caulfield Shul. I, Either Celebrating the, 75 years of Israel. Either the 20th or the 30th of yeah. August. I'm not sure which. But this is, this is him actually just singing Sounds of Silence. But just a, such a beautiful voice. I played him the other day on my show. Good. So Ron's about to uh, do the deed and press the left-hand mouse there button and we'll hear Sean. You're listening to 10K Radius on JA88FM. Don't forget to tune in for the second hour. We'll have lots of stuff coming up. Parsha of the Week and uh, shout-outs and what's happened in Israel. News. Hello, darkness, Here we go. I've come to talk with you again Because a vision softly creeping Left its seeds while I was sleeping And the vision that was planted in my brain Still remains Within the sound of silence In restless dreams I've walked alone Narrow streets of cobblestone Neath the halo of a street I turn my collar to the cold and I When my eyes were stabbed by the flash of a neon 
split the night and touch the sound of silence and in the naked light I saw ten thousand people maybe more people talking without speaking people hearing without listening People writing songs that voices never shared And no one did disturb the sound of silence Fool said, I do not know Silence like a cancer grows Hear my words that I might teach you take my arm that I might reach you but my words like silent raindrops fell and echoed the wells of silence and then the people bowed and prayed Neon God they made And then the sign flashed out its warning In the words that it was Magnificent voice, Shulam Lemma And as I said, he'll be in Melbourne um, sometime in August Kilford Shul, look it up online, I'm sure you'll find it uh, Just a wonderful voice Okay, um, by the way, there's, a, there's a, a piece of Chabad that you neglected to mention Okay Okay, we always talk about Cranbourne Chabad. Oh, okay. yeah, the 19th uh, okay. hole. Yeah, at the, nine, <laughs> at the 19th hole. It's a very important place in, in Melbourne Jewry. Okay. Uh, sadly, sadly, Chabad Cranbourne will be closing down at the end of 2025. But we'll be merging with it Huntingdale. It will be merging with Huntingdale Correct. Golf Club. So. And you all look at all the petrol money you'll save. Oh, exactly. You can have a minion there. We can have a minion, we can have a chillant there, and I can sleep in a little bit longer before I go. So yeah. anyway, back to you. Back to the interview with uh, Rabbi Ephraim Block, uh, Kolak Avod, for all your good work. Uh, a young uh, rabbi around town and your wife, uh, Shana, doing a fantastic job. A muzzle top on the birth of your beautiful daughter just a week ago, correct? Yes. Her name is Rivka Brocha. Beautiful. Now, the question, as all the boys in this studio probably will agree with me, we have so many Chabad houses, and I get this comment always as well. The big shuls are suffering. Now, I've got, we've got the highest respect for Chabad, you know me, but overall we see attendances dropping in the middle of the road shuls, Rabbi, and Gary probably will talk about this in detail as well. And uh, Manny might have some views on this. And Ron, I understand, yes. Yeah, look... You know, we're trying to create achdus, unity, but in some ways, Gary, we're talking about the Chabad houses and the, the attendances of middle-of-the-road shuls dropping off. Not, not all, because you, we've got some booming, but it's a trend over the last 20 years. I, I hear this comment all the time. Why do we need another Chabad house? Correct, you know? correct. Rabbi, it's a good tell question. us. It's a good, good question. question. It's a good question. 
Now, um, you know, first of all, uh, uh, we, we, uh, our philosophy is to reach out to the assimilated Jew, so the Jew who doesn't go to shul. And, um, and there are many, many, many thousands in our areas. Um, I mean, just uh, by, by our work with door knocking, you'll be so surprised. You know, our neighbors that we, that we don't really know, they're all Jewish. They're all Jewish. But do they know much? And they don't know much. They're secular Jews. Secular Jews, and there's a lot force, of them. You can't force religion on them. Not We've at all. Not tried. at all. We don't force anything. No. We just give them access and availability, very loving, very warm, mm. you know, dropping off a challah packages as you both received Thank today, you. which is what we do every 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 era of Shabbos before Shabbos. Um, so we're primarily focused to the assimilated Jew, and uh, we wouldn't be targeting members of, of any shuls. But uh, another thing is, is, like I mentioned before, is we really are trying to make it interesting and engaging for the audience. We want to... Build relationships with the person. We look at every person, every individual, every individual, and we 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 want them to come away, you know, feeling good and wanting to come back again. So it's a whole different method of of engagement, uh, living with the times. I mean, uh, you know, shuls of old, um, you know, what worked fifty years ago. Um, uh, you know, we have to come up with new. Uh, ways to try to tap in to the younger audience, especially the younger audience, because we all know that our children and grandchildren, shul is not necessarily the go-to place, mm. especially with technology. There's other ways of socializing besides for going to the synagogue. So we have to really try to tap in and try to find ways um, to cater. Yeah, and Exactly. I want to pass it over to Manny now because he wants to has a few comments on the, the the increasing intermarriage rate. We know that in the Melbourne Jewish community. Probably one in three, but I'm only having a guess. Manny, you had yeah. some thoughts for the yeah, rabbi? Yeah, I've got some thoughts. It's more like um, don't force uh, Jewish people to go to Chabad or anything like that. But if you slowly entice them, make it interesting, they think, hey, gee, I think I'll, I'll try that Chabad house. You know, it sounds interesting. Particularly the the uh, children and all that afters, <laughs> you know, you can press yourself to co- kingdom come. So what I'm saying is, you don't have to force them straight away, but gradually you can make it interesting for them that, that entices them to come to the sh- come to the shul. And you say it's not a shul. This is a, at a home. Oh, at a home. Oh, unbelievable. Where is it? And I tell them where it is. And I, I've even got a few people who didn't even think about going to shul years ago and even uh, my friends uh, grandchildren children and um, I'm inviting them to come along and uh, they're getting interested so if they've got some interest there it means something that they're they're, they're keen to uh, to follow it through that's what I say right and, and that's what it's all about. You know, the synagogue, the word shul is not necessarily so appealing. But if you say this is a community center, a this is a com- yeah, yeah. Kahila, this is something that is for the community. We're just here to give you a nice time to engage, to meet other Jewish people. And like I mentioned before, we're having August 4th, the massive Friday night singles dinner, because one of our main focuses is to get. Unfortunately, we have so many Jewish 30 year olds in the 30s dying to find their shidduch for dying to get married to a Jewish partner, the Jewish soulmate. 
and it's difficult in this climate you know not many options in Melbourne and unfortunately like we like you mentioned the intermarriage rate is to the roof and it's the biggest threat to Jewish continuity in today's society and this is something we go to uh, try to, uh, our best to to fight back and uh, and and, uh, and make sure we uh, we get the Yiddish, uh, the Yiddish people married off to each other. It's a challenge, and you're, you're on a mission, as all Lubavitcher Hasidim are. Correct. You do a fantastic job, but um, still, I, the young ones these days, Gary, they, they're not. They can look on their phone. They say a prayer here and there when it's Rosh Hashanah. They're just not interested. Correct. You know, this is what we, the comments I'm getting all the time. Shul's not for me. I've Correct. Got too many. I've got a mortgage. I've got this and that. Yeah, and, and, and it's not only that. I mean, we, we, we've actually, as you said, I mean, we've got a lot of shuls to choose from. Yeah. We've got more shuls to choose from all the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've but now got ones in ones. Dingley and in Frankston and in, yeah. in Cranbourne. And in, Look, we're, there's we're, a new one coming up. In the western <laughs> suburbs, actually, if the if the development goes ahead in near Melton, about yes, sixty kilometres away, my, my, it may my, be happening. My concern, I guess, in the long run is is if, if this goes unchecked, is is that how many resources can we pour into so many shores? That's, mm. that's the difficult, not just manpower, but galt as well. But, but, but by the way, I wish I'm to tell you mathematically, and this would apply across the world, but it, you can pl- apply this to Melbourne as well. I mean, how many Jews are in Melbourne? And the answer well, would be 60,000, 60, let's say. 65, yeah, yeah, how many seats are in every shul in Melbourne, including all the Chabad houses? You know what it acquaint to? 10,000 seats. What that means is that even if every single... Uh, uh, sorry, that means even, even if every single seat of every single shul in Melbourne was full to capacity, uh, we'd still have 50,000 Jews who wouldn't have a seat. So if, you, if we put it from that view, I mean, and this is, what we're, this is what we're here for, to try to reach out to the Jews. Here, you're Jewish, come to a Shabbat dinner, come to the Chagim. And this leads me to, you know, all the things that we do throughout yeah. the week. You, um, during the week, you have midweek uh, shira? Correct, or? Monday night, uh, uh, depending in the, uh, we have from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Dinner home. with obviously the Rebbitsons' uh, 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 scrumptious dinner. Yeah. What about uh, adult education? Yes, that's doing? adult education, Monday night. Monday night. Thursday yeah. night, we have a Tanya shir. Tanya is the, the mystical aspect of Hasidut, which mm. is uh, as well 8 o'clock as well. Um, uh, uh, Wednesday, we have shiurim on St. Kilda Road. For all those people who are working on St. Kilda Road, we have for you uh, lunchtime, 12.30 p.m. in 480 St. Kilda Road. And uh, you can con- contact me for the lunch and learn. Um, obviously, the Friday night dinner is, is a very, very big thing for us. And as we discussed, the Saturday morning uh, 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 prayer service. Um, so it's all happening. And also, we'll mention that, uh, that you have some women's events also run Correct. by the Rebbitson. Correct. The Rebbitson is very active. She's actually going to be restarting the Mums and Bubs, which is a very good one, being she has a newborn. And being that uh, there are many other par- young parents with newborns, uh, it's called a Mums and Bubs Club, which is starting again. Another thing we're actually doing, which is really good, we're actually uh, going into the public schools around the area in St. Kilda, Elwood, St. Kilda Elwood and we are doing after school Jewish club for those Jewish children there are many many Jewish children in the public school system who don't have Jewish education and uh, I'm not, and UJEB uh, doesn't necessarily tackle the, 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 the schools that are not in the Caulfield area so we have St. Kilda Elwood um, and Melbourne uh, I believe so. The, the, there are Jews everywhere, as you know. So we're we're doing after school uh, Hebrew club for these uh, uh, children who don't Beautiful. have, uh, who can't afford a Jewish education. Rabbi, let's give out your number again for all the information that the listeners need: zero four one two one seven three three one five. 
a really it's been a, a, a real pleasure to interview you in the studio today thank you for coming in with Manny Kolakavod. thank you very much you thank you very much Kolakavod. we uh, appreciate what you've you filled this in with some uh, details and we now know not to go to 12 Chapel Street on a Shabbos morning because no. there's nothing there it's it's on the, I'll give you a hint it's on the beach uh, very close to the St Kilda Your Marina yeah, uh, oppo- uh, opposite the boat somewhere around there so yep. please feel free to reach out and we'd love to have you over for, for anything and Manny yes. final word on Chabad St Kilda I think as many people as they can to come along try it out you'll really love it and then invite other people to come and then other people to come and we'll have a really big gamaya, big uh, committee thank you very much Rabbi and thank you Manny and we'll have a break and we're back for the Shabbat second hour Shabbat Shalom Good Shabbos Shabbat Shalom, and it's wow. it's been great being here Ooh. again, and uh, we'll return you to the studio, main <laughs> until you can. And on the JR website, don't miss it. Please join us every Tuesday at 12 p.m. for our weekly shiur in the UIA boardroom with Rabbi Stephen Link. Topics cover general Jewish informal discussions, halacha, chagim, and matters of interest to participants. Refreshments are served. For more information, contact UIA on 9272-5533. Find us on Facebook. Just head to www.facebook.com forward slash Radio. That's two R's. Radio. You are listening to JR 88FM. חוזבים כשאוהבים בסך הכל שני אנשים שאיבדו קצת את הדרך ללב והיומים עוברים לאט בבית ואין מה שיחזיק אותי בינתיים מה איתך? אתה חושב עוד עליי ואיך פתאום עברו חודשיים ומת להתקשר לשאול מה עם הלב שלי, הוא עוד אוהב אותך עדיין. תראי חסר לי הלילות שלנו, אז תגידי מה נסגר איתנו, כי הלב שלי פגוע מגגוע אלייך. ושוב תלכי מכאן ושוב אנחנו רחוקים אבל מתים מדאגה אז בשביל מה צריך את כל האגו אם החיים שלי מתפרקים כמו לאגו אחרי הכל תמיד תהיה שלי ופתאום עברו חודשיים מחכה שתתקשר
Good morning, everybody. We're back with the second hour of 10K Radius. We're here every Friday from 10 a.m. till 12 noon. And uh, we've got uh, Sion Meltzer, station <laughs> manager, on board again. Thank you, Sion. Well, I'm Two weeks in a row. It's the changing of the guard. Yes, I'm not station manager. I'm president of the organisation behind the station. But for oh. today's purposes, I'll be station manager. How's that? Welcome. And thank, thank you. you for coming in. Yeah, and so thank you again, Gary Max. He's about to depart the studio. for. He's I, on a mission. He's, he's off golfing, maybe? No, no. Even, he's uh, got the... The big luncheon coming up ah, with... Of course, uh, the AICC luncheon with yep. the pr- Prime Minister yep. of Australia. Albanese will be there, plus all Melbourne's uh, community and dignitaries. And we're doing, a, we're doing we're a, live, a live broadcast. We're yeah. doing a live... One, one o'clock we are doing a live broadcast. Which will be fantastic. Well, make sure you listen to 88 FM. Thank you, and Gary. As we'll gets probably kicked. make the news tonight on 7 News. Really? More than likely, yes. Quite, quite a big event. Why are they coming into this uh, studio? No, you mean the, <laughs> the event itself. Anyway, it's... Uh, well, it, he has, they have a lot of questions to answer um, on our behalf. Sure has. Yes, <laughs> sure has. Uh, let's uh, look at what we're going to do in the second part of the I'm, program. I'm looking um, forward to it. Let's go. We've uh, we've had a cancellation with one of our studio guests, Ara Mara, was coming in but unfortunately couldn't make it but we'll do a little bit about his role shortly as president of the refocus jewish meetup group uh we'll talk about some uh, middle east israeli politics what's happened throughout the week we've got uh, community shout outs we'll see what's happening around the shtetl around the shuls we'll talk briefly about the um the parish of the week and uh some music in between. Well, and, that should uh, fill in the 55 minutes. Should we do. Yeah. Welcome back, Ron. Thank you. Just how, do, how, are, how are they going to do this outside broadcast? In, in what regard? Technically? Or? Technically, Okay, yeah. so what we have is a uh, portable s- situation. We have a, some equipment. We have a, uh, a, por- uh, a laptop with certain bits of software on it, and we have uh, an audio mixer, of course. And what happens is that that signal, um, it's an internet signal, that's fed to our transmitter in um, in Chadston, and th- we have the ability to override the desk that's in front of us here, and bring in a channel from somewhere else. So okay. that, uh, and then they can play remotely from that event. Wow. So the laptop contains all the software and the music that we would have here in, at our disposal in the studio. We have Fantastic. a great uh, technical team. We do have a great here. technical team. Because it's, it's not, I met Rehack, yeah, shout yeah, out to him. Shout no, it's, out to uh, him. It's, uh, it's not an easy thing to pull no. off sometimes. You've got, you're reliant on the internet connection at the other end. You can use 4G or 5G, and we do, we have cards. In, there's, there's two cards in the laptop, one um, redundant, one, one fails, the other one takes over. Yeah, it's Fantastic. good. Fantastic, excellent. Yes. Yeah, wow. Anyway, today's the last day of June, end of the financial year, E-O-F-Y. <laughs> you know, that, uh, doesn't, it doesn't end on a Friday that often. No, the, not really. <laughs> it's the 11th day of <laughs> Tammuz, <laughs> Yudal of Tammuz, and tonight candle lighting is at 4.53pm, with Shabbos going out tomorrow evening at 5.55pm. It's still quite early in the day, isn't it? Yeah. From After that, the following Shabbos, the 8th of July, the... Uh, it's uh, the days are uh, getting longer because uh, we've passed that shortest day of the year, which was last week and the longest night. So uh, 
We're looking forward to a warmer weather with a bit of luck, but uh, who knows? I know. We're in the depths of winter now for the next few weeks at least. We'll start the first... We need need more snow for those that like going up into the the snow. Yeah. Don't know how they can afford it, but... (laughs) Anyway, um, let's talk about... uh, Aaron Mara, who unfortunately couldn't come in this morning, as I mentioned, uh, and his group Refocus. Ron, have you heard of Refocus? Oh, the, I have, Max. The yes. Jewish meetup. We've, um, done, we've done a few gigs with Refocus. We, we have. They do a, a, a wide variety of activities. It's. Uh, we need to do another one, Max. We we we're, that's on the cards. So <laughs> with a bit of luck, it'll happen within the next month or so. Refocus uh, started back in 2012. At the moment, they've got about 80 plus members and growing all the time. And uh, it all came about back in the mid 90s when it was known as uh, Focus. Focus. Focus, the focus group, when at that time they had up to about 350 members. It was very big at that time. Uh, Jack Agion was in charge at the helm with um, the late Maury Steinbock. You gentlemen remember Maury Steinbock? Very no. well-known accountant who had an office on on the Pienheim Rabin and his brother, quite a uh, big contributor to the Jewish news, Maury. He writes political articles I'm, from I'm not familiar no, with Steinbock. The name, anyway, they were right. the people who set it up originally. Well, thank you, them. Thank you to them. Yeah, and uh, from then onwards, there was a bit of a decline uh, for a number of years. A chap by the name of um, Coleman. I, you've met Coleman. He took I'm over. Coleman, Coleman yeah. I'm not sure of his surname. I can't Coleman remember. Cohen. Coleman. Thank you, Ron. I yeah, need you yeah. here in the studio. He's a, thank he's you. a great karaoke um yeah, Canadian, yeah, Canadian. Oh, I'm not, not sure, sure but he, sure. yeah, he took over. Membership really was dwindling. He told me at one stage there was about ten people as members financially, so, and it all folded up <laughs> until like JM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. uh, why don't you? While we're talking about JM membership, yes. see, give a shout out about. Uh, well, yeah, please join up, and uh, we uh, there's very exciting things about to happen in the new financial year starting next week. We've uh, signed up to one of those reward schemes, so n- more news about that in the coming weeks. Uh, but in the meantime, you can join. Uh, Fifty four dollars a year helps us pay our bills, keeps the shows on air, pays the rent, pays the electricity, and uh, because everything else is volunteer based here at the station. So, yeah, very important to make uh, a membership, let alone a donation if you can, and it's fully tax deductible. $54. We are a charity. Yeah. So there you go. Easy. j-air.com.au. It's found on the websites out there. And yes. you get a tax deductible receipt. Yes, you do. And it's all kosher for one year. Correct. Fantastic. So if you put in, say, $10,000, you'll get a receipt for $10,000. <laughs> And it keeps us going for months. But yeah. if you only put in one for, say, $50, we'll take that just as much as yeah. we take the $10,000 one. So Coleman took and over dreams. Focus, and then it became known as Refocus with, uh, I think, Jack Agion came back on board as president. Uh, Valerie Is his son the president of the JCCV? Is that the same exactly, Agion yeah. family? Very good. Yeah, Daniel is Very his son. Very noble people, yes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Jack Agion was at the helm for a number of years, and then Valerie Brude came on board. Uh, Rose Nash for a little stint there. I hope some of the Refocus people are listening, and they can give us a call on... Uh, uh, how the group's going now. You can call direct on the 
the landline 9069-2086 or send us an SMS on 0404556988. We'd love to hear your thoughts about refocus. And um, as I mentioned, Aram Mara is the current president. Uh, he's doing a great job because they've got uh, a whole list of activities. For instance, uh, coming up um, this coming Monday, the 3rd of July, uh, games night at, uh, at their centre in Cedar Street. Uh, Sunday, the 9th of July, they've got their uh, brunch. They have a brunch the second Sunday of every month, different restaurants around uh, the Caulfield Elstonwick area. And then um, towards the end of the month, it's 20, Wednesday, the 26th of July, meet and greet. They meet at a different restaurant, Ron, each uh, month. For instance, the Bentley Club, Hyatt RSL, they move around. Um, I think they were using the Glass House for a number of uh, years. And it's a way to get members to uh, to um, socialise yeah, and get uh, new prospective members mm, to mm. join, yeah. And um, also coming up in August, they've got uh, a chap, Solomon Sackle. You heard of him, Sion? S-A-C-A-L, inspirational speaker on the topic Overcoming Adversity. That's one to put in your uh, diaries, Monday the 7th of August, one of Refocus's functions. Some of them are for members only, some of them for the general public. I'll give you uh, Aaron's number if you want some more details about these. It's 0409-334-045. Tell me, what's the age group range? They advertise as about 60 plus. 60 plus. It's for mm-hmm. mainly singles, but there's couples there as well. And uh, as you mentioned, Ron, they, uh, they do come and support your karaoke nights and the band nights. And they yeah, we must get together and do a few more. They have um, trivia nights. We've done a couple yeah, for we, them. Yeah, we did and I think they're planning a big uh, music and movie trivia night. Okay. Which I will be excel at those. In, <laughs> we'll be involved in that. We'll give it plenty of publicity on JR as uh, the date gets uh, confirmed. So that's a bit about the Refocus Group and uh, they're an incorporated organisation. They meet. Uh, they have an AGM once a year. And have you heard of them, Tion? Have you heard much no, about them? No, I have them? now, so thank Good. you. Good, so you can spread the word for them. Seeing, <laughs> and, I'm, uh, plus, seeing I'm plus 60, I might as well. <laughs> yeah, they have a, a, a stall of the In One Voice each year. I don't know if you had, went past as you were down there in Elstonwick. They had a stall. Uh, on that on the In One, in one Voice day, I was a bit busy. <laughs> yeah, well, were you ever? Yeah. <laughs> you had your hands full. Tion, I think we'll play some music ah. and get into another what um, got, segment. What have, what have we got to play? We've got... Um, I found a disc in the we've CD got, player. Uh, we've got the, um, what's his name? Freed, Avraham's F- you know, Freed. Do you know what track number that is? Anyone. Right? The first one is fine. He's a great Hasidic singer. Excellent. I will play I that. think you'll like it. It's, it's called Sisu, if it comes up on the computer screen. Don't forget, you can call us on 9069-2086. Have a chat to Ron, Ronnie Rosencrantz, my mate, or with Sion Meltzer. Here we go.
just tell us who that was again, please? That was Avraham Freed, one of the great well. It's all very, all very similar that type yeah. of music, isn't it? Very fast paced, yeah, like uh, eight sixteenths or two four, whatever it is. Yeah, in no, music. your toe signatures, and, and, uh, oh. very fast beating of the yeah. drum. It's all very similar, though. It's all produced in, probably in New York in one studio. When you listen More than to likely. It. good wedding music, yes, yeah, always for the good horrors, wedding, always good wedding music for good the horrors, lebedic and lively. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, Sion, you've got some information Sion. about J. Yeah. Well, we are fortunate now to be sitting in our brand new studios, with plural. Um, there's three studios here that we've built in St Kilda. And it's taken a long time. You know, we uh, uh, started almost 10 years ago and we first established in a, in a factory warehouse in Packington Street, St Kilda, which is now a block of apartments. And then we were forced to move and, and we found a great space in uh, Danny Nong Road, Oakley. And uh, we fitted it out, and then we discovered there was a problem with the landlord and the lease. It wasn't anything to do with us, but um, we had to move. So it was a very unfortunate circumstance. It cost us a lot of money um, to build and then rebuild. And then we found another temporary home that was in Balaclava Road. Great location, but the building was fairly run down. Um, and in the meantime, we found this place in St Kilda on St Kilda Road and uh, we are and we've fitted it out with three studios so we have a main on-air studio that can have uh, anywhere from three to four guests Um, we've got a slightly smaller studio production studio um, which we call studio two that allows us to have transition between shows so somebody could come in and set up in the other studio and wait to go on air and then we've got a third little room which we're calling our podcast creation studio and luckily this weekend um july 2nd we are having our official opening in the morning um there won't be much room for the invited guests let alone any drop-ins but anybody who's listening and might be wandering past uh, the corner of Alma Road and St Kilda Road this Sunday morning between 10.30 and 12. Come and say hello. little uh, Shekianu, maybe a little whiskey, <laughs> a little red wine, a few a bagels. A yeah. few bagels, whatever, celebrating the official opening of the station. We have a number of um, celebrity politicians coming along. Uh, Josh Burns, who loves our show, he's coming along to do the official opening along with David Southwick, uh, thank you very much, and Senator James Patterson, who's become a good friend of the station. Um, and they're coming, and plus a representative of the Department of Multicultural Affairs is will be here. A number of uh, presidents and co-presidents and chairs of different Jewish organisations. Obviously, hopefully, a lot of our presenters, producers, uh, our, hopefully our board of management, of which there are 10 people, um, led by Jim Singler, uh, will come and uh, be present. And a shout out to Robert Bonchek. And I'm of sure course to Robert. And yes, he, yeah, well, yesterday he and I went shopping, <laughs> bought lots of soft drinks and paper plates. You know, you can't get plastic plates anymore or plastic spoons. I think mm-hmm. it's very good. Everything's cornstarch now. You can eat mm-hmm. the plates, <laughs> the food cups. <laughs> and maybe sometimes the food might taste better than what you actually. <laughs> You'll make the greens happy. Oh, well, <laughs> nothing will make the greens happy. Don't get me started on that. It tastes like wood. 
Yeah, it? yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's not very pleasant, it's but at least it's biodegradable and it does yeah. dissolve. It's always and, salt and, and pepper. Too. I was just listening on the radio. Unfortunately, I wasn't listening to Jay yet, but they, I, on the radio they interviewed some lady in New Zealand about the ban on plastic bags, and that's taken shape across the country now. There's no more plastic being sold in New Zealand, but all the pl- all the paper bags are failing mm, <laughs> because mm. they've made them too. Th- the paper's too thin, mm. and everything's falling out of the bottom <laughs> of the paper bags. <laughs> So it's very yeah. disconcerting to those that are trying to do the right thing. Yeah, what do you do with mincemeat, for instance, or something? You know, I it's, know. It's, it's a problem. You well, yeah, I think is cellophane banned? Uh, I'm not sure if cellophane sure. is banned. I know plastic bags are no longer, and plastic mm. cups and plastic plates. But I think cellophane's certainly needed for food wrapping. See, on any new um, shows on board at JE? You mentioned uh, saying that um, we are with young blood. Well, those out there would know, hopefully, know John Saffron. Yeah, oh, well, comedian, no, John. Uh, 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 is he a comedian? No, he's yes. more of a social commentator. Writer. Writer, commentator. Collector. He's, he's done a number of pre records yeah. for us with the plan to run a permanent show. Great. So we hope we just sort of haven't heard from him for a few weeks. We think he's been away. Overseas. In fact, I think he's on Channel 2 coming up on this new show about um, discovering things in the outback of Australia. He's on that show. With two other... um, Yeah, right. Okay. That's right, Ron, yeah. Uh, So we've got that. Um, Now, we have a a lady in Sydney, uh, Professor Catherine Lumby, is really keen to do a show. She's a very well-known figure up there in Sydney and uh, uh, social... Social entrepreneur, social commentator, author, authoress. I don't know if you can femaleize that these days. You just say author. Author. <laughs> author. Be safe that way. Be safe that way. Um, and, but we're always on the lookout for more shows. Yeah. Um, we've, we seem to have lost touch, I think, a little bit with the younger generation. Mm. Um, we used to have a, a Bialik kids Yeah, Bialik had a program that the year, year nine students could mm. en- enroll in an outside um program on mm. Friday afternoons mm. that, sh- that program by Bialik was dropped mm. uh, so the, the year 9 students can no longer leave the campus mm. um, but look for the 2 or 3 years that it was there it was fantastic a lot of kids got some experience doing radio production I think they can do it remotely soon. well they yeah, could and they I could. think they've got enough facilities that they Bialik to do That's their right. own station yeah. so now Ron you're thinking about a show coming up in the near future maybe with a bit of music and well, Ron does karaoke, doesn't he? Yeah, well, that's yeah, one of his. Uh, yeah, we're looking at. Yeah, we'd like to. We'd like to do. Um, yeah, we'd like to do something, and um, we're thinking of possibly a, a trivia night, come karaoke uh, night. I wonder if you could do a karaoke radio show. I wonder if that's ever been a ch- <laughs> possibly a be, be interesting. It'd be, uh, be difficult unless you actually had the performer. In the studio, mm. that mightn't be very good listening. <laughs> <laughs> they they love Have you seen this show on uh, on the on the um, Foxtel channels? There's a show called Beat Shazam. Now, have you seen this show, mm. where contestants have to out oh, out uh, out name the song before, before Shazam, Shazam does. and they can win up to a million dollars. This is some American show. I saw one the other day. The, the contestants walked away with three hundred and forty. Thousand dollars. They came, you know, they didn't win the million dollar prize, but Dan, oh, oh, they got I'll close. Go, I'll go on that. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually well done um, for one of those American, you know, everybody cheers and razzes and claps and uh, happy shows. Everybody's got to be very happy. Yeah. <laughs> Beat Shazam. Yeah, it's quite good. I'll look out for that one. Uh, I'm going to tell listeners about uh, 
R- Ronnie Rosencrantz's uh, karaoke show. It's um, ronkaraoke.net. You can look that up. He's got oh, hundreds of uh, songs eight, there. Eight or nine hundred songs. Fantastic, Ron. There. Huge library, good variety. Mm. And uh, Ron, if they want to book you, for, say, for a special function or a birthday or even a charity event, yep. Yep. can you give out the phone number to listeners? I can, yes. You Please? can contact me on 0411. Seven eight six five four five. Just repeat that, Ronnie, please. O four one one seven eight six five four five. Five four five. Beautiful, Ron. And uh, yeah, you have been busy over the the years. We've done. Uh, I did a couple with you with the band performing half the night, and you yep, were doing half yep, the that, night. That that's went always down well. good fun, Max. Yeah. Good fun. Yeah. We, um, uh, we did, did a, the odd birthday party there. Yeah, a, yeah I've done a few, um, yeah, little private private birthday parties mm. and functions. So, if there's any Jewish charity group out there wanting a good karaoke night, we can do a fundraiser, put on a bit of supper. Please get in contact with Ron, zero four double one seven eight so six five four five. Is this the sort of thing that happens, Ron? Hang on. Oh, wrong, wrong theme, you dummy. Um, <laughs> I was going to do anyway, something. Ronkaraoke.net. You'll have a great night. It's fun. And yeah, uh, people, yeah, people get up and you know enjoy it, make a, make a bit of an idiot of themselves, but it's, <laughs> it's good fun. It's oh, good yeah, fun. Yeah. How long have you been doing it, Ron? I've uh, been probably about 10 years, 10 Max. years, yeah. yeah it all goes. started. Uh, we got invited to a, a, a private New Year's Eve uh, party and the the arrangement was that the um, the women brought along the food yeah. and the men had to provide the entertainment and uh, a few of the other guys there were good at telling jokes which I'm not so I decided maybe I'll go out and buy a bit of karaoke equipment I've always wanted to mm. so yeah yeah, that's I, how it started. From memory, Ron, you had this very old karaoke machine many years ago, remember? Back in Ormond, uh, it, with a little microphone or something. I remember the actual setup, but that was a long time ago. I think that was when you started to more or less get involved with it, correct, Ron? Yeah, yep, yep. It yep. was, do you remember the name of it, that little setup? No, I don't. Oh, gee, no. I can't remember no. either, but, no. uh, but. Ron loves his music, especially Australian uh, artist. Uh, see, yeah, yeah, he can tell it. you a lot about the background of this one and that one. An interesting name came up the other day, Ron, on that uh, Go Show uh, Facebook page. Procession, the I band see. Procession, that were they clip, a supergroup? Did you see that clip? I did, right. Oh, I loved it. Loved, I loved it. it. I know you. I was a big fan of Procession. Yeah, me a too. A real big fan of Procession. Yeah, we go and, back. Uh, that was a, a recording. Um, Live, yeah, a, a live um, take of the recording yeah. of Listen. Rare yeah. as anything that yeah. you know. How they get these things yeah. up is amazing. What they put on Facebook now, Tion, you know, memories of the sixties. All I, these shows. I, I, were, it is amazing because yeah. things appear out of the blue. You they don't do. know where they've come from. Yeah. Um, I found a TV commercial there once that I was in back in the sixties. <laughs> I was really. <laughs> My You're father, famous. my father made commercials yeah. uh, back then. I uh, worked in advertising, and he worked the Ford Motor Company. And I, I there was an ad that I was in in the, the 1964 Ford, and, and I was there on the net. Wow! Oh, <laughs> free my, car? Yeah, well, I wanted residuals after 40 years. What model was that? 
L XL, I think, 64, the round lights. Oh, no, I, I don't, don't know. know. It's a great-looking car. Falcon. Yeah, yeah XL. Falcon. Yeah. Not sure. 64. 64. My dad had a 63 Falcon. I don't know. The round yeah, back round, lights, round yeah. Tail lights. That's yeah. right, I never yeah. got paid for that job. <laughs> you didn't? Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, see you on. It's Too time for now. that... Um, our, one of our regular segments on 10K Radius, the timetables of Jewish history. We uh-huh. go back, look at some of the uh, events that shaped the people and uh, look at a bit of the heritage back, what happened on these dates. And I'll start with July... Uh, sorry, the uh, well, 30th of June, stroke 1st of July, 1948. Okay, go for it. And on this day, <laughs> Golda Meir was named the Israeli ambassador to the Soviet Union. And um, also, never heard of this chap, Count Folky Bernadotte, B-E-R-N-A-D-O-T-T-E. Is he Italian? He, Bernadotte. Like, he proposed uh, to the Jews and the Arabs that the Negev be transferred to the Arabs and Western Galilee already occupied by Israel during the war, be included in Israel. I don't know where that guy's from. Someone might be able to tell us. 90692086. Also on the 30th of June, 1948, Muslims, uh, they rioted against Jews in the Libyan cities of Benghazi and Tripoli. Uh, The Jews defended themselves and limited losses to 14, but it was a tragic day, 30th of June. In Benghazi and Tripoli. You ever been there, Sion? I haven't. North Africa? No, not no, that part. No. North Africa. Anyway. Although next year we're going to Alger- Algiers. Mm. I think just. Tunisia? Tunisia, I think. On a, We've booked a cruise in the Mediterranean. Oh. I think it stops you, in one of these African ports. You'll be able to see some uh, old Jewish synagogues mm, from definitely. the past there. Definitely, definitely a lot of relics that. there too, yeah. Let's have a look at another year, the timetables of Jewish history. Um, uh, the year is 1959. Something here about Morocco again. Uh, mm. Moroccan and other Middle Eastern immigrants to Israel, not in Haifer Beersheba, and Migdal HaEmek as a result of housing and employment discrimination. So there was probably a bit of an uprising then at that period of time. And on the same date, 30th of June, 1959, Israel signed an agreement with a group of international investors headed by Baron Edward de Rothschild to construct a 16-inch oil pipeline from Elat going all the way up to Haifa. That would be an enormous distance, that. And, uh, something up. like 200k, I reckon, plus. It's not, yeah, it's not right straight. down the bottom of Israel That's in the south, right up to Haifa. And all through the... Uh, straight up the, the middle. <laughs> Baron Edmund de Rothschild. Could do a whole show on him. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, multi-billionaire, you'd say, wouldn't you? Uh, oh, today's equivalents, yeah, oh, yeah absolutely, yeah. multi-billionaire. Absolutely. Got two more to go through, Sion and Ron. Have a look at some history. 30th of June. Here's one, 1972. A lady by the name of Sally J. 
Prisand, P-R-I-E-S-A-N-D. She graduated from the Hebrew Union College, a reform school, and was ordained as the first woman rabbi in the United States back in 1972. Sally Prisand. I don't know if she's still alive. More than likely is, but uh, she became the first women. A lot have followed since, haven't they? Women rabbis. Very much mm, so. She did back then. 30th of June, the uh, 11th of Tammuz, it corresponds to 1972. The last one I'll look at today, have a look through the history books. Uh, uh, 1983, 30th of June, the Knesset elected Chaim Herzog, uh, who was born in 1918 to be the sixth president of Israel. His son's now the president. Uh, he And this Chaim Herzog was the son of Rabbi Isaac Herzog, a chief rabbi of Palestine. He served as an Israeli Defense Forces general, as director of military intelligence, and uh, as ambassador to the U- United Nations, and a member of the Knesset. So a bit of history in the Middle East on that day in that department. Uh, The last one I'll look at, 30th of June 1983, and the Conservatives in uh, Britain, led by Margaret Thatcher, they won the Great Great Britain's election then. Do you remember that? 1983. Margaret Thatcher? Thatcher, yeah. Yes. She didn't didn't (laughs) end up being too popular, did she? The Iron Lady, I think yeah. they call it, did they? Yeah, Run, well, I think. she took on, the, took on the miners and yeah. uh, the, there was the big the coal mine strikes That's in, right, yeah. in England in that time. At that, on that same day, 28 Jews were elected to Great Britain's Parliament, including a record 17 from the Conservative Party, the, the Tories they're known, known as, aren't they, I think now? Yep. The Thatcher government uh, included a chap, uh, Leon Britain, as Home Secretary, Sir Keith Joseph as Secretary of State for Education and Science, and Nigel Lawson as the first Jew to be appointed Chancellor of the Exchequer. Exchequer. Hard word to pronounce. Treasurer, I think. Something like that, Ron, yeah. There's a bit of British uh, politics making the news on the 30th of June. We might take a short break. 1983. Thank you. For that information, some music, just a bit of music, continuing on the theme. Thank you.
I don't know about that one. We'll I think we picked. Right. I think we picked the wrong song yeah, there. Technical glitch there but, on that uh, one. You know, it was what was it? I don't, we don't even know what that one was called. Same same singer, Avraham Freed. Don't hide. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, it had religious overtones, obviously. A little bit. But we've got other tracks that we can play a little bit later before we finish. Yeah, we've got about 20 minutes left. We'll we were talking about Johnny Farnham in there. We are talking about Mike Walkodinsky during uh, the break We there. were briefly, but we won't have time Two today. Two big misses now in the uh, Australian music scene. Yeah. Hopefully Johnny Farnham will make a recovery, but who knows? It's... Um, it's a challenge, I believe. Mm. National theme day. You want to hear them? What, yeah, uh, what Gary we, Mallon what talks about is it every day, Acorn, every National week. National Acorn Day, or what is it? 30th of June, uh, National Holidays, uh, Asteroid Day, oh. which ties in with the one that was uh, on the news the other week, uh, the other day, this week. Did we have Big one? Astro- did yeah. We have, where was that? In oh, Russia again? Or North, North Pole? So many thousands of kilometres away. Uh, National Ice Cream Soda Day. There you go. That sounds good. You know, my daughter was just in Singapore, uh, and there's an ice cream museum in Singapore for kids. And uh, she ate her way through the museum. (laughs) Is it a a big (laughs) cool room, is it? No, apparently there's the the displays. It's quite incredible. My daughter really loved it, and the the kids get ice creams in every room they go to (laughs) and walk out of there with big sugar high. (laughs) (laughs) National Outfit of the Day Day. Well, you look, all American you look very resplendent in your tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. National Organisation for Women Day, and that'll be it. We won't. We go. There's probably about twelve that they observe throughout the world, but uh, and the astrolog- astrological sign for June the thirtieth is Cancer. Birth flower of the month: the rose. Anybody here, Cancerian? No. Nope. No. <coughs> for what it's worth. Anyway, Tion and Ron. Yes, yes, yes. It's We're time here. for some uh, Middle East uh, politics, as the boys normally talk about each week on Tanko Radius. And, uh, well, we haven't got them here again. No, today, so I'll give you a brief summary what, uh, of uh, my thoughts of what happened um, during the week throughout the Jewish world. Uh, first of all, um, we have the revenge of. Uh, remember, uh, back uh, oh, it's well over. It's nearly. It's ten days ago. The uh, four Israelis that were shot in um, yes. at the hum, the Hummus restaurant near the uh, West Bank settlement of Eli, Eli, E L I. 
Remember that? That was on the yep. news. Tragedy, you had uh, two 17-year-olds and a 21-year-old and a 64-year-old gentleman brutally shot uh, by extremists and um, in revenge... Hundreds of uh, young Jewish uh, men, uh, they went on a rampage in uh, nearby Palestinian villages this week, early in the week, setting ablaze uh, cars, 30 homes, apparently, they torched and fields. So uh, they've taken the law into their own hands, but uh, stay tuned for more news on that one. Yeah. Here's some good news. The Israeli under-20 soccer team have uh, got into the quarterfinals of the European Championship with an upset win over the Czech Republic. They defeated them 1-0. Great news for Israel. And uh, tomorrow evening, Saturday night, they play Georgia. I reckon uh, the team's all made up of... Young Russians, anyway. That's good news. It is is good news. Getting some good news. Uh, Here's another um, bit of really good news this week. I think uh, Ron would have uh, heard or seen this. The um, the famous actress, uh, what's her name, Uh, Gal Gadot. She's been in the new Gal Gadot this week, and Kolak Kavod to her. She's the first Israeli actor to get a star on the Hollywood uh, Walk of Fame. And that's yeah. for her work in the Marvel comic movies? Or yeah. Which just look, keep uh, rolling along every few months is another one. She's doing a fantastic job in the acting scene. Um, she's actually uh, a model as well. Great-looking lady. And uh, in 2004, she was crowned Miss Israel. Wow. You know that? Yes. Yeah. Great Israeli actress and model. She was born, uh, let's have a look, 1985, in April 80, 1985 in Petatikva. So she's 38. She served four years in the Israeli Defense Forces, including two years as a combat fitness instructor, and then went on to modeling and acting. And uh, as uh, Sion mentioned, the movie business. Uh, Fast and Furious, she was in a few of them. Did you see any of them, Ron? No. She did a collection, uh, I think about three of them. Batman versus Superman, see her? Right. Her role of... Well, that's DC Comics, (laughs) that's not Marvel Comics. (laughs) You've got to get that right. Yeah, that's where I was going to correct you. Her role of Diana Prince there, Wonder Woman movie. That's it, Wonder Woman. That's that's the one you were thinking about. Uh, About seven years ago, she was uh, the role of Diana... And she's done a couple lately worth looking at on uh, Netflix. She did uh, Death on the Nile last year, a version of that, and a movie called Red Notice the year before that. So look out for that. Netflix. Ron, are you a fan of Netflix? Uh, no, Max, I've, I've got Netflix, but yeah? I very rarely watch it. Do, as Molly would say, ch- do yourself a favour, check, <laughs> check it out. Yeah, Death on the Nile from t- and uh, Red Notice, worth having a look at. That's the good news from Israel. First Israeli actor to get a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Uh, let's have a look. Some um, other news in um, Israel. A couple of rockets came in from the West Bank early in the week. No, no casualties, uh, fortunate for us, from Jenin in the West Bank. 
And there was also the petition signed by the doctors, 17,000 doctors. Who well, you can elaborate uh, on that, Sia. Who have partitioned to stop COVID, uh, st- stop COVID more, uh, you know, um, not injections. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, not injections. Vaccinations. Vaccinations ah, vac- to slow yeah. down on the vaccination rollout. Yeah. So it's significant to get 17,000 signatures wow, that's by medical professionals, yes. yes. And the uh, Bibi Netanyahu trial continues with oh, yes, for I his corruption. About this, and uh, there was all this talk yesterday about champagne being delivered to his yes. wife and whether it was to be for both of them or just for her. And the cigars <laughs> and the uh, trips and the uh, the cars. He's got it as a neighbour, James Packer. That's who, right. Is, you is, wonder uh, why. <laughs> you wonder why James has set up a house yeah. right next door. Tax, tax. Reasons well, maybe one day, maybe he wanted to start a casino in the Middle East. And, uh, <laughs> James I thought Packer. there was going to be a synagogue there. <laughs> well, it might be now because I don't think... Ja- a, ca- a casinagogue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else is happening in the Middle East there? We've talked about... Uh, oh, yeah, the protests continue. And this is uh, getting a bit uh, messy out there with the burning of tyres outside... Um, the uh, Justice Minister's home, a chap by the name of Yariv Levin, in a place called Medi'in. Medi'in. Is that still to do with the, uh, the, the demonstrations against um, the judicial reforms? Correct. That, and um, what's happening the next few days, they're planning protests at Ben-Gurion Airport uh, because they're saying democracy is being destroyed. And they, they, uh, they quote here, we must learn from history. Places like Poland and Hungary have been through this before. And in the 21st century, dictatorships rise from gradual legislation that empties the, the heart of morals of the government institutions. And the protesters say, we will not allow this to happen in Israel. They're going full belt, you know. It's getting messy. And it's some people are saying it could be a civil war, oh, you know. I don't think really? I, really? No? I don't think we'll get no? to that. Burning tyres outside people. Ah, look, I don't know. You reckon they exaggerated a bit? Well, Jay Post, this is coming from. Yeah, um, there's legitimate arguments on both sides. I mean, the judicial... I don't know the judicial system, but there seems to be this body that's in place to select people and that's the body that want to get rid of so when you make serious changes like that you've got to be open to both sides Mm, of the discussion correct correct. and a bit of good news from all that another one to wrap up the segment today Um, uh, I think it was early this week I think Sunday in Cyprus there was there's a planned terror attack was foiled uh, it was linked to the Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps, very big terror group, and uh, they were planning stuff in Greece as well as yes. Cyprus because these uh, targets whereby you get a lot of um, Israeli tourists this time of the year, backpackers there, so this is... Uh, Good news that no one was hurt and this didn't go ahead. All thanks to the to Israel's National Security Council, Kolakavod, and their secret security and the Mossad boys. That was on the news too, Ron, early in the week. Did you hear about it? No, I didn't. Any of you gentlemen been to Cyprus or Greece? Been to Greece. Have you? Been Tell us about it. 
<laughs> in a nutshell. Oh, I love you. Greece. Uh, I've, I've never been. been to Athens and uh, some of the Greek islands. Oh, the Gr- islands are beautiful. My and son's uh, been to Oakley. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Good one. Right, shout out yeah. to Oakley Mall. Love That's where Oakley. we, we went far from there oh. when we. You know, I went one of the nicer days back in May, April or May. I went down there for lunch, and it was very quiet. So disconcerting. It used to be such a vibrant place. Number of shops. I tell you why they can't smoke there anymore. Ah, ah the Greeks love to smoke yeah. outside yeah. these cafes. Is that what it is? It's such a great atmosphere, yeah. isn't it, Ron? When you yeah. get the vibe, yeah. I feel it. When I love shopping in Oakland. There used to yeah. be a great kebab uh, shawarma type place there that yeah. you t- they had for takeaway, and uh, it seems to have gone too. Okay. Uh, let's uh, around let's the shtetl. I don't know. I think I'm going to we'll put on a little bit of music background while bit. you talk here because yeah, we're around the shows around the to seven minutes to midday. We've only got a few minutes yep. left, so on. do your around the shtetl, around the shows, around the shtetl. Here we go. Music to play. Oh, under, play under you. It's Johnny right. Mathis. Beautiful. Here we go around the shtetl, and the first event is. Uh, well, we'll mention it for tomorrow. Ballarat Shul having the monthly Onyx Shabbat service at 10.30am. Uh, Please come along. You're welcome. If you need more details, you can ring me on 0418 uh, Also, tomorrow we have uh, at Q Shul, Rita Ehrlich. The, uh, she was awarded a uh, King's Birthday Honours with an AM. She's going to be guest speaker at, after the service at the Kiddish and one of our uh, presenters on JR, isn't she, Rita Ehrlich? She's part of the she, uh, uh, Travel Writers Show. That's right. Colleague of to Rita, there's two events for tomorrow. Coming up on Monday, the 3rd of July, 2.30pm, Ron, I think this might interest you, B'nai B'rith Fellowship uh, Concert, $10 a head at the uh, Ormond Bowls Club in Tyrone Street. With $10 gets you afternoon tea and a raffle ticket. And they're featuring the great duo Sibling Revelry. That's David Roth, Rothberg and his sister. They, they, they've got a great little duo. They've been performing at a lot of Jewish functions oh, for years, 25 years plus. Anyway, get in touch with Deirdre, 0408 Get along there, Monday the 3rd of July in Tyrone Street, Ormond, 2.30pm, start for B'nai B'rith. And just a, uh, a heads up for um, Rabbi Israel Mayer Low L-A-U. He's coming to Australia. Guy. Coming to Australia and he's going to be speaking on the 13th of July at Chabad House in, uh, of Caulfield. And he'll also speak on the 15th of July at the Caulfield Synagogue on a Shabbos morning. But more about that next week. We've got a couple of minutes left, Tzion. Uh, um, I'll just want to get... Talk very briefly about tomorrow's reading, Torah reading. Okay, go for it. It's a double parsha. It's a double. It's a double oh. because they combine. Is that because it's the new financial year? <laughs> Two for the be. price I of never one. I thought it like that. <laughs> um, it's known as Hukas and Bolek. They combine these parshas tomorrow, and uh, Hukas talks about uh, irrational uh, mitzvahs. Uh, hukim, they're known as. We're not. We don't know the meaning, but we have to do them regardless. Uh, part of the um, Torah commandments, there's Eidos, the testimonies, the festivals and so forth, Mishpatim, commandments that are dictated by human le- elect, 
intellect and the hukim, uh, things like shutness and things like that, are mentioned in this sedrak and uh, the laws of the red heifer. If someone uh, had uh, was uh, contaminated in the bolak sedra, talks about the uh, the king of Moab. Oh, not him, him again. <laughs> <laughs> and the they were king a, of Moab. Oh, Moab. That's uh, a book in itself. Yeah, this, and that sedra tells of Israel's confrontation with Moab, a people through whose territory Israel wished to march peacefully on their way to Canaan, but. Uh, the king, Bolek, uh, had other plans in mind and he gets this uh, sorcerer to come in to curse the Jews, a chap by the name of uh, Balaam. But uh, a mysterious thing's happened and uh, instead of cursing him, he gives them a blessing. So it's a very interesting uh, sedra. Hukas Bolek. And uh, <laughs> well, good luck to that one. I'm afraid I'm a little, <laughs> lost, a, yeah? a little bit lost it's on that one. But I know the Moab trees in Western Australia. Okay, I wonder if that's got any correlation. I uh, wouldn't think so. You're going to be speaking about that tomorrow, mate. Yeah, we'll do a short uh, drosher on those two parishes tomorrow. And uh, well, yeah, we've got a couple of minutes left have on we? the show. Oh, I think. Well, Sion, how, how long have we got? Well, I think about two, maybe three. Is there anything worth uh, we've missed here? We can have a look at um, some uh, shout-outs for Hatsala as we do each week. Yes, uh, definitely give a shout-out to Hatsala. community organisation. They are yeah. proudly assisting Ambulance Victoria to protect the community and for 24-7 response team. 1800 613 613 is the number to write down. All volunteer-based and... Uh, in any emerg- medical emergency, get in touch with them. 1800-613-613. Shout out to the CSG. Tion, you have a bit to do with them over the years? I've helped them make a few videos in the early yep. days. And, Fantastic. And uh, they uh, do a great job in uh, in being present at our synagogues and, and being an, an, schools an, too. an overt presence. Yes, yeah, they're always outside schools and monitoring from their headquarters. Their phone number... The CSG number is 1300 And it's a voluntary-based organisation. As well, yeah, they are as well. Yeah. And it's fantastic to have all these uh, volunteer groups around town. And we'll mention one more, um, which if you do need them, the Melbourne Jewish Charity Fund. Their phone number is 8587-7244. If you're in need, your financial hardship, etc., get in touch with them.